await no longer greatness has arrived welcome to episode 285 of the trophy room a playstation podcast made by the players for the players i'm your host joseph aka mr Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend kyle talk about the latest the greatest in all things playstation of course this week we're talking about how there's a PlayStation PC launcher in the works. We're going to be giving our Disney plus Marvel showcase predictions. And we're going to be talking about how Team Asobi is working on their biggest project yet. That and so much more. But with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I, I got a boo-boo. I saw. I got a boo boo. I didn't show you the actual. No, don't. Boo-boo. Don't. You're good. No, <laughs> don't. Stop. So everyone at home, uh, I, you know, I bring packages upstairs and whatnot, yeah. and I need to use a razor blade. Oh, we already know where this is going. <laughs> don't like it. And uh, I, I had a bunch of like empty boxes, like on the cart where I do all my work at, and I forgot that I had the razor blade. No. In the in the little handle thing that all the right, holder we got that it. I have, yeah. I basically stabbed my thumb and sliced it a little oh, bit. Okay, we're good. Mm-mm, don't like it. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. So oh. yeah, that, that's been my day, uh, <laughs> and I'm currently wearing a hoodie because I don't have a actual clean T-shirt down here to oh change it. Oh my it's, god! Luckily, it's not that hot. So yeah. no, the heat wave's over. So no more excuses. It's no longer no more. 98 degrees. Knock on wood somewhere, Nick, everyone. We said Nick Lachey home. Yeah, we said Nick Lachey, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Enough is enough. Go back to yeah. Jessica Simpson. Are they still together? I don't know if they're still together. Let's hope. Let's oh, wait. Hope. No, they're not. Nick Lachey uh, is married to, oh, my God. I think her name's Vanessa something. All right. Well, Vanessa, you're a lucky lady. <laughs> Kyle, I listen, I can't stare <laughs> at you the same way anymore. Why? Well, because I've been playing a little game called Cult of the Lamb. We covered it on last, you know, oh. last week's show. And yeah, 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 you know, just like how, first off, I got addicted to this game. It's oh, literally yeah. oh the, we'll get into it. Yeah, the only game I've been playing for the past few days. And mm-hmm. the portion that everybody loves to do is the Animal Crossing portion, where you get to name all your villagers uh-huh. and uh-huh. this time name all your cultists and all that. Um, and you know, every they're all cute little woodland creatures, right? But yeah. they're all sick and twisted. I named uh-huh. everybody, all of my friends. I sacrificed, you Same. know. Luke to to literally yeah. God, he beamed him up like Scotty. Do, do you want to hear something fun? What? Me and you are married in my game. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, y- you and my game are a sick, sadistic Can I, can I read you the text you sent me while you were playing yes, it on Sunday? Yes, please. You go, out of nowhere. <laughs> Not even a hi, Kyle. Um, you are my most vile f- effing cult member. Yep. First, you wanted me to make you a bed because your back hurt. Life imitates art. Second, you wanted to eat your own poop. Yep. Third, you want to fight effing everyone in the pit. <laughs> and you won. Hell yeah. And then not even that, but like right after you fought everybody in the pit, you're like, and everybody oh. should work for two days straight and not yeah. be allowed to sleep. You sent me a screenshot. Leader, these new recruits have no work ethic. If you ask me, they should have to prove themselves. Make them work through the night. And I responded with, I'm tired of carrying their lazy asses. <laughs> and, and then, like, luckily, one day your reign of terror ended. You just plopped dead in the middle oh, of the little town. Oh, man. And so what I did, I think as any cult leader would do, 
I chopped you up in front of everybody. I fed you to the town. Yeah, great. How many people died because they ate me? Um, I don't think the number is too important. Actually, I feel okay. like I broke that game a little bit. Because okay. at this point, I have like 30 plus cultists. Yeah, I'm at like 28 or so until yeah. I had to stop because issues have arised. Yeah, same issues here as well for me. A very late game, but man, am yeah. I enjoying the crap out of Ooh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll talk. Like I said, we'll talk about it later. All right, cool. I'm just like, man, it's a great game. It is. It really is. It's fantastic. But listen, enough about that. We'll talk about it in we'll what you've been playing section. But this week we have so much to talk about. But l- least I forget, the Trophy Room Day. Okay. Ooh, yeah. August 27th, noon EST time, because that's the only time that we recognize here at the Trophy Room. Join us for games, for fun times, for giveaways, for big major announcements, all that and more on the Trophy Room Community Stream Day, August 27th. Again, noon, we're going to play games like Multiverses, Fall Guys, uh, Fortnite, you know, all the things. I'm going to get you all victory royales. It's going to be great. Yeah, so not this Saturday that you're listening to the week this episode goes live. Yeah. But after next week's episode, yes. that Saturday, that's when we'll we'll have a twelve hour get together. I know some people have asked, I think mm. in our Discord, those who couldn't make it for like a timetable, what games are being played wh- when? Yeah. Uh, I was gonna talk to you about this afterwards. We'll come we'll do like a little rundown so people know around when we're playing what games. Yeah, absolutely. That could be even a post show thing. Yeah. Uh and a little bit more housekeeping for y'all again, our Last of Us remake giveaway if you want to be entered make sure you hit us with a five-star review over on apple Podcasts or a five-star review over on spotify and share it to us at us at ps trophy room with your screenshot of your review and uh, you're entered to win a copy of the last of us part one remake on the house so you know you can still boycott it if you want to and so you know possibly get it i don't know night's a puppy i don't know i mean don't i mean that game looks gorgeous <laughs> The screenshots keep coming, and I'm like, man. Can, can I say something Please. that is? Uh, it's not controversial. What am I yeah. even talking about? I'm so I'm excited to play part one. Yeah, like it is a brand new game to me. Really, a game I've never played before. That's how excited and and hyped I am. All right, to play this game for for the release date. I'm like I'm excited, but like I've played this game before, so I know what sure. kind of to expect, you know. But I am like intrigued by like what what are the things that are going to pop out to me that like I've been seeing on online that I'm like, yeah, Sam looks great. You know, that one scene oh, with Joel yeah. and Ellie and we know the scene looks incredible, but like, what's this tears? Thing? You can see the tears in Ellie's eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Like what's that thing that I'm going to notice. That's going to take like my breath away almost, you know, that's what I'm the draft. It's going to be the draft. I don't know. I, it never was the with draft, the dual, with with the, but with the dual sense, you can pet the game, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, mm-hmm. Such a game changer, such a great controller. <laughs> that said, I would also like to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. I want to thank our newest members, Stingray X, Nicholas Johnson, Katie, Katie Stubbs, M9 Prime, and Jeremy Rotherig. I want to thank our platinum producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, Too Soon, Gavin Gottfried, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Ren, Metal Kirby, Stephen Flesh, Simon the Pie, sorry, Doth Simon the Pie Man, Chaotic Monkey, and Shrubles and Bits. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Awesome Dave, Hide Indoors, Naka Chaka. 
Marcus O'Neill, JB the Purple Monkey, Jettis Vaughn, Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Brenton Zachary, Kay Grimm, Rick Arrington, Dewane Roxa, The Good Sir, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Drellish, Foolish Fuji, Any Day Now, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, The Lord Commander Corgi, Elo2032, Jinx the 34th, Bubble Boy N7, Jesse Garcia, Hambone, The Aztec King, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Stone Cold ET, Astronaut Junior, not to be confused with Astronaut Senior, and how can I forget Green Gorilla Gamer. Thank you all so much for keeping the lights on, the show looking great, sounding amazing. It's because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS It's like what you say every week. You know, if you ever got you through a long car ride. Tough day at work. Whatever your situation is, really does help us out, even if it's a buck our way. Because trust me, we're doing some really huge things that we can't do without you. All we're that. buying PlayStation. We're buying PlayStation. Just it's acquisition, like acquisition season, baby. That's right. We're, I can't say that word correctly right now, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And, and we're gonna and at the same exact time because it's acquisition season, we're gonna buy our friends' podcasts. So like oh. you know, Xbox expansion pass, we're gonna buy them. Just so Weird. that Luke Lore can say that he sucks on his own show. <laughs> Weird you say you say that mm-hmm. before we square up the news. I had multiple dreams over the last three Uh-oh. weeks of me making a phone call uh-huh. to Sirius Satellite Radio. Uh-huh. Be like, hey, you want to do a gaming channel and then have us be on Sirius and that's our job and then just hire our friends podcast on, on Sirius? Is I've Sirius had still dream- around? Yeah, I've had that dream, no joke, multiple times over the last month or so. I can't believe they're still around. Serious, I feel like you need us. Right? I feel like, because I don't even know you guys exist. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we need to... Yeah, we got... Howard Stern is going to leave one day. We can take over for Oh, he's still there. I think so, yeah. Oh, I just think he's his own thing now. I thought, like, he had a podcast. Oh, I don't know. Oh, like Conan? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, God. Conan's podcast is fantastic. Listen, enough of that. Enough <laughs> of all that. Um, it's time, though, Kyle, to square up the news. First bit of news that needs to be squared up is from Zarmina Khan over at PS Lifestyle. And Zarmina writes, another reference to PlayStation PC launcher has been found. Data miners have unearthed even more evidence that Sony is working on its own PlayStation PC launcher. Launch, ugh, launcher of sorts. This development comes a day after Marvel Spider-Man remastered PC fly- files confirmed yet again that Sony's toying with PSN account integration, allowing users to link their PSN ID to PC within first-party games that have been ported over to the platform. By introducing a PC launcher, Sony will be joining a growing list of companies like Rockstar Games and Ubisoft in making its own launcher separate from platforms like Steam and Epic Game Store. As reported and verified by Video Games Chronicle, data miners found references specifically to a PlayStation PC launcher in Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered's PC files. The game's files are also how players discovered that Insomniac Games was considering adding PvP and co-op elements to the game at some point. This isn't the first time we've seen a reference to a PlayStation PC launcher. Back in May, we reported on a new job advertisement published by Sony Interactive Entertainment seeking a director of project management specifically for PC game experiences. And one of the position holders tasks was listed as leading PSN platform integration. Quote, lead and evolve the PlayStation game experience roadmap for all game-related experiences, including SDK development, client application experiences as PlayStation Network 
network platform integration, read the now expired job description. This role will be asked to take the lead on the overall PC gaming experiences for PlayStation, including the leadership and responsibility to implement and deliver to our players worldwide, end quote. Worldwide, wide, wide. And yeah, Kyle's mic still isn't working properly. Yeah, okay. so I, I I had a I had like a burp stuck in my throat oh, while I was God. reading that. Yeah. Listen, you're a goddamn champ. Um, I'll try. Okay. Let me take a sip of this soda. Please. That'll help with the bubbles. You know? yeah. um, so this is something we all knew uh, for a while now, I thought. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of people are like, this yeah. is brand new to me. I, I can't believe this. This is what we've been saying for years now. This is what PlayStation's going to become. They're going to be an app on your TV. They're going to be an app on your PC. They're going to be an app on your phone. It's coming, and you're seeing what Sony is doing now by taking a look at what their competition's doing and going, well, we can't have them have this type of lead on us in all these places. We have to go here, too. Now, that as well as PlayStation has officially uh, launched their PC version of their website, which just shows all the games that are available on both Epic Games and Steam. That Mm -hmm. being said, they've also clarified that at the moment, at the moment, there is no cross-buy between PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 to PC games, which there was some odd controversy online about. That's weird. I don't know why, but I feel like, just to quote our good friend Ains uh, from Season Gaming, this is the growing pains, right? This is a not yet because I think their, their PC platform is going to integrate your PSN with the PC and ergo making it so that if you buy in one place, you're going to be able to play in all the places. So with that said, mm-hmm. Drellish writes in just like you can too over at PS trophy room on Twitter, or you could join our discord server and Drellish asks, Hey gents, I hope you are coping in this heat. We're fine. I've never, felt, I've never felt better. Drellish. We're good right now. We're good right now. Don't you dare jinx it. Don't you dare jinx it. How are you feeling about Sony's own PC launcher? What excites me is the possibility of integration with your PSN account. Hello, trophies. As well as the possibility of cross-buy. Here's hoping for a cross-save functionality in an ideal world. So, first, what are your thoughts on the PC launcher and how it benefits console versus non-console players? And do you think there is a place for another launcher considering we already have Steam, Ubisoft Connect, EA Play, Xbox... Epic Game Store, Rockstar Game Launcher, GOG Galaxy, Battle.net, Humble App, and Amazon Games App Launchers. Amazon has a game app launcher? Is that not Luna? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Kyle, what do you think about this this PC platform I, of sorts? I mean, obviously, I think uh, I you agree with me on this one. PlayStation games on PC are... Uh, huge plus yeah um i think it benefits the non-console players greatly because when you think of playstation in my eyes you think of the first party studios first and foremost and how just above they, they set the bar and then raise the bar mm. i feel like with every game that comes out so to have it come out on pc get more people in it and in the playstation ecosystem is obviously huge uh, another launcher yeah it does feel like we're back into the streaming service thing so like yeah i think luna was the amazon streaming service 
or something along those lines, right. like where everyone and like we made a joke, like, yeah, we're going to announce the Kyle streaming service or <laughs> bring back the Ouya or something like that. So, like, I it just feels like it's the hot commodity right now. Yes. And I mean, it's we kind of spoke about it last week with like the whole Xbox versus PlayStation and, and the exclusivity topic we had. But like, of course, they're going to do it because it's just. It's the way things are. It's the status quo. It's the yeah. norm, you know? I think it's just PlayStation's attempt at getting PC people into their ecosystem. And first, you have to make the ecosystem for them to come on over. So, yeah, is there one too many launchers on PC? Absolutely. Like, I think Steam is the de facto, you know, user experience or, or, or app, right? Like, uh, I think it was just announced today, Call of Duty will be be coming back to steam as well so if this is something where it's like okay you can buy and play the games on steam but you need like a psn to connect to the games i think that's a that's a good middle ground and something that i personally would like as a playstation gamer because yeah knowing sony i'd like to earn more trophies at platinum so spider-man remastered right um (laughs) but if you're a pc player i'm wondering how this affects you does it annoy you and if if this is, and I doubt this is going to be the case, if this is them saying, hey, in order to play Spider-Man, you need to be on this this launcher, I think is a bad step. Mm. And I don't think that's something they're going to do since they have partnerships with Epic because they have such a, a tight relationship with Steam. I think they know that that's where the players are. And this ecosystem is just um, kind of a, a, I would think, if I ran PlayStation, a complimentary companion app to your Steam, to your Epic Game Store, those type of things. Because yeah. I don't even think, you know, God of War is great, Spider-Man's great, but I know these PC folks are picky. And I think you, when you're making a game, you have to you have to come to them. They're not going to come to you. So I do hear so many of my PC friends complain about all the launchers. Hopefully this isn't something that is... You know, like a battle.net where it's like, hey, you want to play Overwatch? Only way you could do it is through battle.net. Or you want to play World of Warcraft? Mm. Only way you could do it, battle.net. Hopefully, this is more like a, hey, you're on PlayStation. You should be able to buy a PlayStation game and then be able to play it on PC, vice versa. And this is the way to do it. If it's bridging that type of gap, I think that this is totally fine. I don't know. What about you? Yeah, I I don't have much experience with like using launchers because I don't play on PC like yeah. ever. So I'm not like I'm not an expert by any means. But mm-hmm. does Fall Guys not use a launcher to like authenticate on consoles now since it's free to play? I that's a great question again because I, I feel I, like something popped up because the girls wanted to play Fall Guys on Switch and I downloaded it and it connected to to the Epic account. Yes. Is yes. that not a launcher in some ways? In some way, shape, or form, you're interacting with the Epic, um, I guess, your, the Epic Game Store to connect your account. That's what I'm oh, kind of thinking. That's fair. that's fair. Yeah, that is actually what I'm thinking when For the I'm PlayStation thinking of this launcher. PlayStation app. Yeah. yeah it's something I think that, that makes connects a lot of your sense. games together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, I I don't know, man. I I, I kind of dig this. Now, I did get the the verbiage right here. Um, someone screenshotted it. The question right now on the website is, if you already own a PlayStation 4 or 5 game, uh, do you need to purchase the game separately to play it on PC? This is what PlayStation's official word is. Yes, the PlayStation, or sorry, the PC version, uh, sorry, the PC and console versions of PlayStation Studio games are different product, products. It is currently, currently not possible to purchase a PC version of the title and then play it on a PlayStation 4 or 5 console, vice versa. And then it says, can I uh, transfer my save over from PS4 or PS5 to the PC version? And it says that it is currently not possible to uh, transfer your save data from PS4 or PS5 to PC. Again, these are things we already knew, but the way that they're wording it is currently. Currently, yeah. So Mm -hmm. they're giving themselves some leeway here. So I would like to hope in the perfect world that PlayStation's like, hey, you buy it in one place, cross by the the same way we we did for PS3 to PS4. Come on by, you know, and you Vita. Can switch Don't over at the any Vita. Time. And, and Vita, come on by. I hope it's not, hey, pay 10 extra bucks for the PC version. Mm. I think that would be a step too far. Because for me, hearing this news, it does deter me from from buying Spider-Man on, on, on my Steam Deck. Because maybe I just get to wait. Maybe I get to wait a little bit and yeah, my Spider-Man will come. My God of War will come. Whatever, you know, PC ports next will come to my Steam Deck. And maybe with it being integrated, that is, you know, one hope that I could just play my PlayStation games on my my Steam app via that that connectivity. It's really exciting, but it's a whole lot of possibility right now. Do you think PlayStation's that smart though, Kyle? Like we've seen Sony pull some pretty Sony maneuvers. Do you think yeah. that they'll make you purchase the game twice? Yeah. God, I mean, sucks. why not? <laughs> God, that sucks. And like you, you just use the example of like, I hope they don't do like a $10 upgrade thing. Yeah. That was oh, yeah. literally what the PS4 to PS5 thing was for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's still happening. And probably too. still will. Yeah. Until yeah. they get rid of it completely. So yeah. I, I wouldn't put it past them. Anna Hudak writes in and she says it and I'm reading it here since no one ever pronounces it right if you do read this question and I'm doing it right now my last name's <laughs> pronounced Hudak or as my dad would put it in on a hockey jersey he designed who doc I love oh, it I like that's great. I love that I love that so her question is uh since we're seemingly having a playstation pc app on the way and sony is getting more involved in pc anyway do you think that we'll see a ps vr games come to pc if yes could this app be a way to bring some of these games to pc yes i also can see the reverse happening of what we want is to play vr games on pc that aren't on psvr on our psvr or do okay. like VR stuff with the headset, like connected mm. to a PC and do it that way. And so you're saying, okay, we're making this app. Yeah. The only way you could play actually does kind of make a little sense. As much as like I'm not a fan of it, but I, I, I get where you're coming mm-hmm. at. Where it's just like, hey, we have the new PSVR too. It's great. Here's the ecosystem that you get to mess around with and connect it to the PC. It's the app that's bridging it. That's what you're trying to say? Yeah, something along those lines, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, here's my question then for that. Why not then just put it on Steam? Because that's where most of the audience is for PC anyway. Sure. 
right? Yeah, I mean, that is a, a very good point. But if they want to make the PlayStation launcher a PC app a thing, why not force their hand to be like, hey, come on in. This is the only way. God, that sucks. But and, well, Yeah, sure. But, but like, again, but like our PC players going to actually like go for it because that's the thing. I feel like most PC players that have a VR set, they have a quest. Yeah, they have a quest or they have like, you know, the Steam was it index. Right. Mm. And you already have some of the most popular games there on Steam yeah. just chilling. So I don't I don't know if that maybe it's a foot in the door. Maybe Sony would do something like that for VR, but I would hope not. I hope this does mean, though, that they get they get to make more games for PC for PSVR so that these things find a broader audience. But PlayStation's yeah. mission is for you to buy their headset. So I do really think that they, chances are, no, I don't know if the PC app means PSVR, you know, functionality comes with it. Mm-hmm. I do think Sony just wants you to buy that headset and the games that are currently in the PlayStation uh, console ecosystem along with it. I just want to be able to play Half-Life Alex. That's really all I want. Big same. Big same. Yeah. I, 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 no tethers, no n- nonsense. I really yep. want to play Half-Life Alex on PSVR mm-hmm. 2, please. All right. Now, Satonis writes in, just like you can too again. He goes, hey, gents, I hope you're both doing well. And I was really frustrated with last week's episode. Uh-oh. And in fact, I didn't realize that I didn't finish listening to it until this prompted for questions this week. I've written in once before to discuss my dislike of Game Pass and more precisely what Joe is very amply called how people circle jerk it too much. Nailed it, by the way. (laughs) To that end, I don't understand saying on last week's episode that Xbox has control of the conversation when you're actively choosing to talk about them on a PlayStation podcast. Uh, Isn't that essentially a self-fulfilling prophecy at this point? And even then, this is a particular conversation, for example, started as a discussion discussion of Microsoft's all of Opoly, I can't pronounce that Oligopoly. Word. Thank you. Uh, I think and, so. <laughs> you know, no, you, it sounded correct. You, you said, okay. It, there was a lot of confidence in Goose, so I'm, I'm taking it. Uh, in making a concern in all industries. So even if that's a dominance, what does it actually do to move the industry and hobby forward, particularly in a way that benefits us as players? So this is what I'm talking about when it comes to like controlling the conversation or narratives or influencing a market. Uh, PlayStation wouldn't be doing this right now if they didn't see success from other companies bringing their games from console over to PC and seeing the buku bucks that's coming from it, right? So, you know, we we talked about in what, like 2016, 2017, we're like, why is Xbox putting Sea of Thieves on PC? Why, why are they talking about, port? like, it's going to totally devalue the console, blah, blah, blah. And it didn't. Those games sold well. Uh, you know, Sea of Thieves, fantastic game. You all should play it. Uh, How many hours <laughs> you have in it? too many it's embarrassing that's not the point <laughs> and it really is the only like i should buy that game at a point you know <laughs> but um you know we saw microsoft influence the market and see other console manufacturers take a note of that going well maybe we can do the same here too uh and now you're seeing them build their own app build their own ecosystem within the PC ecosystem, which we've seen Microsoft do. Now, Sertonis, I'm here to champion and, and PlayStation people. Don't worry. Don't get the, put the pitchforks down. The Xbox app is dookie garbage and their cross party <laughs> functionality is dookie garbage. And I will fight people to the death about it. Um, but 
that's the way that they're influencing the market, right? So is it us, you know, is it us like, you know, what did they say? Like, you know, uh, is, is it kind of like the, the destiny type of thing? Like, like, uh, no, I, I don't think that a self-fulfilling prophecy at this point. No, I, I don't think that. I think it's just going to be another way of how we interact with games. And I think Sertonis, uh, one thing that our good frenemy Luke Lore pointed out is right now Game Pass is really attractive to developers because you're seeing Xbox go, okay, here's some really big games, but also like, and here's some amazing studios that we have at this point in time, like Obsidian and Obsidian's working on, you know, uh, uh, was it Outer Worlds 2? And that's going to be fantastic. But in the meantime, here's this weird like card game. Uh, what is it? Uh, pe- um, Pentagon, right? Or something like Pentiment, that. It, Pentiment. It's an RPG, though, I think. Yeah, but like here's this weird little RPG from Obsidian with a small team as well. And when you see those small little projects coming out of, uh, out of Game Pass, out of Microsoft, that is going to attract creators to the platform. It's going to create, uh, is going to, get developers to go, hey, listen, they're not also just doing these really big tempo titles. They're going to do weird stuff as well. And it seems like they're championing that at this very point in time. Maybe I'll hop on over. And the problem with that as well is you get to a point where is that actually sustainable? Will all those little games actually be sustainable enough? Or will you have a Netflix-like situation where you have too much content, not enough people are actually clicking on said content, and now you have to dump shows that though you know didn't hit the numbers you wanted still had moderate audiences that enjoyed those things that now you come to a point where if a if a show is not a stranger things or squid games you have to drop them that is a reality you know that is a possibility so is it a self-fulfilling prophecy no it's is it something that we're willing into existence no is it something you know because we're talking about it on a playstation podcast well listen playstation and xbox have that public spat that's why we're talking about it and microsoft's argument is playstation's already dominant in the marketplace they will continue to be dominant in the marketplace our way of doing it is just different and they're just scared because they're not in this marketplace yet but we are they're, they're just scared that we got here first. That's Xbox argu- argument. Um, so when I see the like, yes, do we circle jerk Game Pass too much? Absolutely. But you're also hearing right now from folks as well going, man, these the last three months of Game Pass have not been particularly great. There haven't been many much much sought after stuff. I know our, our friend Neo GameSpark um, has constantly kind of been like the champion of that I've seen on social media. So I don't think it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I would, I would hope that we kind of open our minds to saying, Hey, maybe this influence will make PlayStation better to do something similar. Like we're seeing with, you know, PlayStation plus at this very point in time. I know Kyle, I'm sorry. That was a very lengthy rant. Would you like to say anything on that? No. (laughs) All right. I, I'm not smart enough to talk about what you just talked. All right, fine. See, my English, that's so good right now. <laughs> well, listen, I'm excited for the possibilities of this PC launcher. Yeah. I'm excited to know that, hey, PlayStation's expanding their horizons. They're not just sticking with this box because I think we've also come to the point, it kind of goes back to what Sir, Tom- Sir Thomas was talking about. Look, PlayStation doing fantastic. And even when they do fantastic, they're stuck at about 100 million consoles 
sold. That's if you do great. And if you do not so great, like you're the PS3, you sell about 80 million, right? And you're kind of stuck between the 80 to 100 million unit mark. You need to start expanding. You need to start building outwards because that community isn't going to sustain you as games become more and more expensive to make become bigger and bigger and need bigger uh, teams to, to deal with them. As games become live service, you need people to work on it indefinitely, that type of stuff. So you need to branch out, go into PC. And so building the infrastructure to support that, that's really exciting. So I'm really hoping with this PC launcher in mind, they're thinking also about their live service games of like, hey, people want to be connected to the Last of Us multiplayer game, whatever that is, uh, whether they're on the go, mobile, whether they're on their PC or whether they're at their console, wherever they are, we need to be there. And again, it's because their competition did it and showed them that they could be successful at it. And that's why they're doing it. So rant over. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kyle, well, let's talk about something that you want to talk about now. Let's I talk really, about one of these go times you to go on a lengthy rant like that again. Yeah. I'm going to to practice at being like your uh, hip hop uh, hype person <laughs> that only you know says the last words after every s- sentence or something like that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you tell them. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking uh, about prophecies, yes. uh, Amy Heading's Marvel game will be shown in September at D23. This comes from Jordan Midler at VGC. Jordan writes, Disney has announced a Disney and Marvel game showcase, which is set to take place in September and will feature the first look at Amy Henning's Marvel game. The event, which will be hosted by Kind of Funny's Blessing at AOEA Jr. and also former Trophy Room guest, will take place live from the D23 Expo on Friday, September 9th at 1 p.m. Pacific time. The showcase will include content from Disney and Pixar games, Marvel games, Lucasfilm games, and 20th Century games. That's in addition to, quote, all new announcements. Fans can expect new reveals from titles including Disney Dreamlight Valley, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, and a sneak peek at the upcoming Marvel Ensemble game from Skydance New Media, end quote. Disney's, Disney said in a press release, the Marvel game is being helmed by Amy Henning, a former Naughty Dog creative director and one of the main forces behind the Uncharted series. In a statement earlier this year announcing the game from Skydance New Media, Henning said, quote, I can't imagine a better partner than Marvel for our first game. She continued, the Marvel Universe epitomizes all the action, mystery and thrills, of the pulp adventure genre that I adore and lends itself perfectly to an interactive experience. It's an honor to be able to tell an original story with all the humanity, complexity, and humor that makes Marvel characters so enduring and to enable our players to embody these heroes that they love, end quote. This follows the news in May that Todd Stashwick had joined Skydance New Media following the two working together on EA's canceled Star Wars Project Ragtag. Ooh-wee. Okay, Kyle, now it's your rant. Amy My Hennig, oh, I get to go. Yeah, Amy Hennig's one of your favorite creators. Yeah, um, I love Amy. Incredibly influential. I love her for the Uncharted series. Thank you so much, Amy, for that. Um, yep. What do you want to see from Amy Hennig oh, about man. this uh, Marvel game that I can't talk about? I'm sorry, what? You know what it is? Mm-hmm. How dare you? It's okay. Hi. Let's say to everyone at home, Joe finds... Every corner of the internet and finds everything out. Not even I corner. don't understand how he does it. <laughs> um, what I would like, I so I don't. That's the thing. I don't know. I know Amy's history with like Uncharted and Nathan Drake. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. So like it to me, honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is Captain America. Somebody Ooh. more grounded, some somebody that can that isn't like s- so super powered and right. like flying around the air like Iron Man. Yeah. Or, like, or I think like, you could pre- like you could shoot Cap and he's dead. Yeah. yeah. After a while, you can take some right. some yeah. uh, beating. Um, I could see her making a Captain America game. I okay. think that would work very very well. Um, I Here, ideally, thing, yeah. Though. Here's the thing: yeah. it's an ensemble game. So that's yeah. So uh, man, I don't think they do an Avenger thing. I don't think they do an X Men thing. Oh God! But could you imagine it? I, I could. I would love them to do a Fantastic Four thing. Oh yeah. Okay. I think a Fantastic Four game would be super cool. So okay, so that that actually because like you can't even do Guardians. So you're right. This nope. really narrows it down. You can't do Guardians. Yeah. That's been done and nope. perfected Eidos Montreal. Got you guys. Yeah. I can't do Avengers, uh, Marvel's Avengers, because Square's nope. still working on that, right? Yep. Um and you can't So that do leaves X Men. Because X Men are still I feel like they're still off the table a little bit. Well, but then again, we're getting Insomniac's Wolverine. True. So, like, it, they're they're starting. Mm. So, I see X Men. I see Fantastic Four as an ensemble. Okay. I could see the Defenders, like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Oh damn! Uh, <laughs> All right, you got me, Kyle. That's awesome. <laughs> I like. Yes. I can't. I, I'm sure there are other ensembles. I just can't think of anything off the top. What of my about head the right Marvels? Now, but- what oh, what like, if you got Miss hmm. Marvel, Captain Marvel, Rebecca I mean, Rambo? That, that one, that wouldn't be bad. That'd be really I'd awesome. Okay that. Yeah, it'd be awesome to, to see how triggered the quartering would be by that. <laughs> you know, I think that, I have man. I think, my life is so much better with him on my block list. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, you're like it's like so less outrage over just just the simplest things. Yeah. Um, but like. That's a. I want them to do something different. X Men's easy. Fantastic Four is easy, right? Uh, I mean, easy no, that like, like the, it, the main vein, the the mainstream knows about it. Yes, why not just they are do the something that you instantly go to? Yeah, why not just do something like those are the the, the known paths. Why not just choose something off the beat? Yeah, you know that's why I think a, a, a Miss Marvel like or, or Marvels that'd be cool. You know thing would be great but you're right it's probably fan let's be real it's probably fantastic for our x-men what do you think this game would be skydance media so the walking dead is it going to be like a telltale-esque game where you're making decisions as professor x wait skydance isn't walking dead yeah yeah right is it yeah i'm pretty sure all right you got it i thought this is i thought this was like uh her brand new nope no she's hired by skydance I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hmm. Skydance, The Walking Dead. See? Hmm. Sense and Sinners. Survival game. Yeah. Oh. I'm smart, Kyle. You got you gotta just trust me. Is on that this regular Skydance though or Skydance New Media? That's the same thing. No, are they though? Yes. All right, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Skydance um... yes. <laughs> so like, do you think this is a salt song? I like that. I'll take your word. Do you think this is like a like a choose your own adventure, or you think this is their big triple A th- action I, adventure? I truly think just going off of Amy's older works of Uncharted, and I believe she was part of the Legacy of Kane series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I can see it as a third person action game. Yeah. And, and so I, I, I don't want a choose your own adventure thing. I don't want a, you want this to be big shoot or something. Yeah. I want it to be, I want it to feel big. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would actually, I would love a fantastic four game. Mm-hmm. Um, to get us maybe reintroduced to these characters that have been exactly. so mishandled in the mainstream, you know, nerd culture and kind of treat them right and maybe have a yep. base for where we would like to see these live action equivalents be shown off. And I think by this time, by September 9th, you will see and know who the Fantastic Four are. In the MCU. In the MCU, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, so I... I, I'm actually super excited for this, and also like shout out to Blessing. I'm, we are so proud of you. Yeah, it, this is so cool. Crush uh, hosting a Marvel thing, yeah, he's going to crush it. Um, I love that this is a thing, just in general, to show off some Marvel games, Lucasfilm, yeah. Disney, and Pixar games. That is interesting. Pixar, Pixar being in there, like what what kind of animated Pixar thing are we gonna? Oh man, are we gonna get a, an Incredibles game? Because then forget about Fantastic Four. I'll play right. the Incredibles. No, I think I, I mean that's a great question because yeah, like I was thinking, I, I don't know why I maybe just lumped them in with Lego, but you're right that mm. a, a Pixar means something is in the works. Toy there. Story. Oh my God! Could you imagine? They've them done doing other it? Toy Story games, and they've been pretty good. And what if they do it like a collection, kind of like akin to like the Lego Star Wars, where it's like, hey, here's Ooh, Toy yes. Story one and two. Right. Yes. Like a, like a little collection, like a brief overview oh my God. of what these. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Okay. Are you familiar with the Pixar theory at all? No. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Okay. Uh, somebody out there probably knows what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. There's a Pixar theory that every movie is connected to one another. It's the same universe. Oh. And uh, with the little hints and, and whatnot are, you know, a part of it. Okay. So what if the the Pixar game is just the Pixar universe and they give it to us? And it, you could just play around with all these different characters in this world, mm-hmm. and, and similar to like a Lego Marvel's Avengers kind of thing. You like you have a hub world, yeah, and you can take different characters into different Pixar worlds and whatnot. Like, oh my god, that would be really. Oh, that's. That'd and be what really if really Traveler's cool. Tales working on that? Because we know that this is the last Lego game from them. They're gonna be doing something different. Well, something uh, this specifically says Disney and Pixar games, right? So but I think like, that what if, is their thing. I don't think Traveler's Tale is a part of it. But what if they're just hiring Traveler's Tale? Go ahead, hey, you guys did so okay with that. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh my That'd god, be cool. you sold this. This sounds great, guys. Remember when Sirius wanted us? Now Disney, <laughs> Marvel. What are you guys doing? We're right here. Uh, Sith yeah, Lord. So I'm, Sorry, I'm go for very, it. Very. I'm just. I'm very excited for this. I think we're going to, I won't mention the PlayStation elephants in the room because the questions are going to come up with yep. it, but I'm expecting to see at least, I don't know, eight to 10 games during this thing. Well, let's start with Clear Wings XYZ, newest patron to the show. Uh, they write, what are your, what are you expecting to see at the Disney Plus Marvel Showcase? A whole lot of stuff. I think yeah. for the most part, things we know. So like, mm-hmm. you know, Midnight Suns we're going to see. Yeah. Uh, maybe a, a real for a Spider-Man, maybe a real for a, a Wolverine. But I think for the most part, stuff we know, and I think the big reveal is what they've said. Amy Hennig's game. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the thing. That's the unknown. That's yeah. the thing that you're going to, that's going to be headlining yep. the show. So take that into consideration. Yep. You played the Skywalker saga, correct? I have indeed. What could they be adding 
to that game? Um, probably DLC and like akin to like I think they already put Mando in there. So like they Boba did. Fett, okay. uh, Andor, mm, um, you know stuff point. like that. Obi Wan, like oh okay. the Obi Wan show could be DLC. Okay. Okay. Uh, that people could complain about that too. Uh, so yeah, they, they can they can add a lot there. I'm I'm expecting to see mostly things we've already seen and the Amy Hanna game being the headliner. So keep your expectations there. Don't expect like yeah. you're going to see the next coming of, of like like they're gonna wheel out you know Walt Disney himself frozen in carbonite. That's not happening. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I bet he'd have some very shocking things to say. Uh, but like. Okay. Can I throw Keep something crazy level. out? Yeah, please. Get a little nuts. <clears throat> uh, oh, hold on. Freeze. Okay. Brain freeze. All right. Oh, God. Why can't I think of his last name? This is embarrassing. I'm sorry. The Frozen Corpse of Walt Disney? Uh, No. John's last name. Star-Lord. Why can't I think of John's last John name? John McLaren? Thank you. John McLaren. Yeah. I I think we get a tease of Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. If God is good and God is great, yes. I, I think we get a tease. I think we hear John's voice as Star-Lord. Oh, yes. Just a, just a title. Like, no in-game stuff because it's mm-hmm. still very early. <laughs> I, I think they announced that they're working on it. And I think that would be awesome. Yes, because Guardians is so damn good. Yeah. One of my favorite superhero just games. Oh, and I won't yeah. say, say it's ahead of Arkham, but for me, it's ahead of Arkham. Oh. All right, Kyle, at least story-wise. Yeah. Sith Lord Snow 92 writes, do you guys think we could see either Spider-Man 2 or Wolverine from Insomniac at the show? Here's where it gets interesting. Okay. September is usually the PlayStation Showcase month for at least yep. the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I don't see a world where Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine are going to be seen first at this show. I feel like you show it off first on a PlayStation showcase mm-hmm. and then see more at the Marvel DC showcase. So in, in my eyes, in my made up world yeah. of scheduling a showcase, I would have the showcase come out before this one. Oh, no, I don't think. No, I, I actually think uh, come come with me on this ride again. PlayStation Insider said that there would be a state of play this month. They're PlayStation insiders. They are wrong. So I do think we're going to see this event, um, you know, the, the the future game showcase at the end of September like we always do. Okay. I think this works in reverse. Disney's going to hand the baton to PlayStation here going. They'll probably show you like and Spider-Man, like the same stuff we've seen from Spider-Man or something very like close to. And then like a little bit like like just a snapshot. Of like you know Logan and go hey more information at the PlayStation Future Game Showcase that is mm. perfect brand integration that is brand awareness that gets people that is are outside of games looking at this event immediately after this event it builds that hype of what to expect. I, but with that being the case, I feel like Sony has to announce that showcase before the Disney show. I don't think we get the announcement of a future of state of play. Yeah. In this, like, I don't think that is going to be the thing that announces that it's happening. I feel like Sony would have to announce it before this. They'll probably announce it at, like, maybe either. Again, I don't know anything, guys. Stop yelling at me. I'm not going to claim that I know stuff. I I really don't. I really don't know Jack. Except you know the Amy Henning game. I'll tell you off. off How dare you? (laughs) I mean, I won't tell you. I just tell you how I know it. Anyway. um, But, like, 
I think they'll announce that this thing is happening at the end of the month to give people time to like, you know, take off work or whatever, right? Fake sick. And, or even like the day afterwards going, hey, was that something? Yeah. Future game showcase, bam, it's at this event. So I think mm-hmm. you can announce it, give people a weekish time to, you know, set their calendars and have this be the thing that people okay. look forward to. I think, I think if anything, this, the, how soon this comes out is a week after um, the Disney showcase for sure. Okay. Yeah. But I think we're getting it at the end of September. I hope either so. way. Yeah. And like Nintendo will just not talk to its fans at all is their strategy. <laughs> and it, it works. It works for it them. It works. Know? Yeah. All right. Riot Fox writes in. Hello. Aside Hello. From- Hello. Aside from the known Marvel games, the coffee's kicking in. Which heroes or villains would you like to see a Marvel game created for and in what style? Bonus points. Uh, how about a Doctor Doom? Laveria. Laveria, thank you. City Builder. Or an X-Men arcade remake similar to Streets of Rage 4. Get the crew of Turtle or Shredder's Revenge on it. Oh, Dotemu. And I'm telling you. That is literally what I want. They go have a good one. What do you want? X-Men Arcade. Dortemu working on it. The people that worked on Shredder's Revenge on this game. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I will in my pants. (laughs) Just straight up on the Dolce. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That's that is the dream. Yeah. Uh, Just to to play that X-Men arcade style beat them up like turtles but here's the thing what i was thinking of in my brain and i'll give you time to think of what you you oh i've got a couple so go for it what if we have a management game and you are professor x and you're managing the the school the whole school oh yes (laughs) it's a management like akin to football manager you're bringing people out on missions you're creating your own mutants you gotta rebuild the mansion because the Mm -hmm. sentinels destroyed it for the eighth time this week how awesome is that marvel (laughs) games i'm right here all right cool i got so many more ideas but go Uh, go, go for it i want a silver surfer game okay akin to cult of the lamb Oh, where you were, you were finding planets for Galactus to eat Fair. and just sacrificing the planets to Galactus. I don't know how, how, what the gameplay would be like, but I think that'd be cool. Secondly, what's that? What's the one game where it's like, um, Thumper, right? Was it Thumper? Oh, the the rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There you go. I got it. That'd be cool. Uh, the second one, which, oh, I think, I feel like Dr. Strange would make a great game. Ooh. I don't know what style of game. Yeah, I feel like a third person kind of action sure. thing. Uh, I just I want to see the spells and visuals from like the MCU movies in game form, like the control room, like you know that moment yeah. in control where everything yeah. goes crazy and the music's playing. Like, what if it's like more like Ghostwire Tokyo and like where it's yes. first person, and first person, and you're seeing yeah. all the hand movements? Yes, Ooh. again, Marvel games. We are right, right here. here. We got <laughs> ideas. Oh my god, yeah. So there you go. That's what we're thinking. Marvel games. We're gonna again Very set expectations excited. level. Amy, Amy's games headlining this thing. I don't think you're seeing any of EA's games here. So just take that, put that out of your head somewhere else. But. An Iron Man rumor has it they're also working on an Iron Man game. Yes. Are you kidding me? Anthem 
the the dead corpse is right there to just take its flying mechanics. What did everybody say about that game? Man, this would have been a great Iron Man game. Uh-huh. John Drake from Disney just needs to walk over and knock on EA's door going, listen, Anthem was cute. You could take all the stuff, just put it into one dude. It's an Iron Man game. Make it happen. They got it. Can't be that hard. You know? Okay. All right, guys. Now it's time for our next story on the list. So take it away, good sir. Next one comes from Nick Tan over at PS Lifestyle. And Nick writes, new Team Asobi game will be its biggest to date after Astro's Playroom. A new Team Asobi game has been revealed by the developer with its next project described as a, quote, full-blown commercial title, end quote. Given that it will also, quote, follow in the footsteps of the games it has done before, end quote, Team Asobi hints that this could be the giant Astro adventure that we all want on PlayStation consoles after Astro's Playroom. Whatever the studio's next game, it has stocked up a lot of goodwill from PS5 owners and Sony for creating a great platformer out of what might have been just a free tech demo. Talking at length with GamesIndustry.biz, Team Asobi's creative and studio director, Nicholas Doucet, uh, shared some information on the follow-up to Astro's Playroom. According to the piece, it will likely utilize the PS5 DualSense controller and its haptic feedback and adaptive triggers to their fullest extent. Doucet had has described the controller as a, quote, special weapon, end quote, for the studio, and that one of the first things the developer does with new new technology is quote to use it in ways you're not supposed to end quote team Asobi's close proximity to playstation's hardware team in japan is one of its best assets as the developer is one of the first people to get its hands onto prototypes this allows for a lot of experimentation and outside of the box thinking in fact the developer makes it a point to recruit members in the programming community and hobbyist scene who like to tinker with motion centers sensors vr headsets and eye detection hardware on that front team asobi plans to expand its number of employees from 60 to 100 the r&d section of its team is so important that the studio makes it a point to rotate people in and out of r&d regularly so that more developers have a chance to create new gameplay ideas using a quote quick iteration approach end quote the studio can quickly find out within weeks instead of six months whether some innovative mechanic is worth pursuing so whether or not its next game is really a new Astro game, we can still expect it to be as fun and innovative as its marquee title. Oh, it definitely isn't a new Astro game. Let's oh, get yeah. real, y'all. <laughs> Let's get real. Um, okay, so first and foremost, I the thing that gets me most excited about this studio is how they recruit people. You know, out of the box thinking here, where it's like, hey, how about we just go to the hobbyist scene? Right. Let's go with like to people that like to tinker with stuff. Right. Like, mo- like again, what they say, motion sensor, VR headsets, eye detecting hardware. Let's get people that are just messing with this hardware in such a, you know, intimate level. Let's get them on this game because they're going to be thinking not like a game developer. They're going to think about how to tinker with that specific thing. And I think that's mm-hmm. why, you know, we saw Astro's Playroom was so, um, so great was because they were able to just play around with each feature so damn well. So I think Kyle, this screams that their next game is a PSVR two game. No doubt. Right. I think it could probably be played outside of the headset as well. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I I feel like a a lot of people loved Ashland's playroom. Yeah. So to block it off, if this is another Ashland's playroom esque platforming full adventure, to block it off in only VR form mm-hmm. would not be the smartest of moves. Fair. 
while I, I think it'd be fantastic because rescue rescue mission is great. It made me weep in VR because mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my God, this is what VR is. Yeah. Um, uh, no doubt that that game is going to be good in VR, but I also think it's wise for them to have it be playable, not in VR. I think their next game is going to be a PSVR 2 exclusive. I think this is the thing that shows off this piece of hardware, and then they let their freak flag fly with doing whatever they really want next. I just really like this idea that Sony is incubating this team that is just thinking so differently about game design and i think that just lends itself so well to the r&d right finding out what things people like by just experimenting with those things in interesting ways i think that is really exciting seeing them expand from 60 members which is already a pretty large team for them mm-hmm. expand to 100 i think it i i wouldn't be shocked if they're working on a thing for psvr right now and a thing for ps5 at the same exact time as well um, that would yeah that that would be yeah. best I feel like yeah I I think I think the the best is yet to come for this this little team and yeah. I love to see that they are getting the funding necessary to make something truly ambitious because I am a crazy person Kyle that thinks Astro's Playroom is better than Mario Odyssey because it is it's pretty damn close because it no it just is it's pretty damn close you get out of New Donk City you realize that the, that game's just a tech demo. <laughs> So, yeah, no, this is awesome to see. Again, reward that outside thinking. Get it done, PlayStation. But I definitely think this is a PSVR 2 game. And we're going to see the wacky and crazy stuff that you get to do with PSVR 2 totally just it by itself. Because I think if you allow it to be PS5 as well, it kind of could take away from their true vision of experimenting with that piece of hardware. Sure. You know, my, not, my not only to say thing that there is, aren't great VR slash you know yeah. console games like like Resident Evil, but I think if their 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 mission is to just target what this hardware can do, they're just then going to focus on that hardware. Are you not worried about them and their their games being tied so closely to only like new hardware things? I think that's what kind of Sony wants from them. Okay. Do you, I, yeah. Do you think that will, you know, not burn bridges, but do you think that will, like, upset them? Like, oh, let's just, like, we're only doing things to shit, like, like what Astro's Playroom is in that article. Like, yeah, it is a glorified tech demo. It's amazing. Yeah. But it really is there to show the DualSense off and the PS5 and everything. So No, because I think that's what this team is. They're, they're a team of engineers first and developers second, from what it seems Fair. like. Or engineers with that, like, <laughs> me talking out of my ass, with that, like, creative spirit. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, so I don't think that they, they care too much about the sales of that thing as long as Sony has their back and they're making the game that they want to make, which is something that is, again outside the box, more inquisitive type of type of thought process. Right. So I don't know. I, I That's what I'm thinking. I don't think they're going to be like, I wish we could sell a million units because I don't think that's their mission. I think Sony knows what that development team is all about and are using them effectively. But I do think like their next game is not going to be like a packaged in game. I think it's going to be its own thing that oh, helps yeah. headline it. So like it's a 50, Absolutely. 60, 70 dollar game for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Kyle, it's a little segment. We'll just stick to just Roller Drum here called What You've Been Playing. 
Kyle, we've been playing a lot of roller drum. <laughs> and for me, you more than me. Oh my God. I've been addicted to this game. Yeah. Code provided uh, by the developers roll seven. And the sales pitch of roller drum is really is a game where Sylvester Stallone's demolition man meets Tony Hawk meets unadulterated violence. And I freaking love this game because it brings me back to the PS one Tony Hawk era where, yeah, you could do all these cool tricks and all that, but it was more, a little bit more forgiving than the next iterations of Tony Hawk where at the same exact time, you're doing so much with your hand movement. There's so much fast thinking between, you know, action between tricks, between all of that, um, that it really is this high octane, just set piece in front of you that you're blowing away. Like it's this awesome curated, just roller rink where you have all these enemies that are trying to shoot at you, trying to kill you. And you're just trying to get the best score to keep the momentum up from start to finish. And I'm absolutely adoring this game. Absolutely adoring it. What, what are your, your first thoughts on it, Kyle? Uh, let me tell you about a little game called Ali Ali world, which has the same gimmick <laughs> where you, okay. you're trying to do a g- combo from the start of the mm-hmm. level to the end. Uh, but yeah, Rollerdrome is, obviously fantastic uh i can feel and see ali ali world in this game oh really the way the way it is so free flowing the way combos are super integral to this game uh the way it is more forgiving than those games and other games where like you can do tricks and whatnot but you don't have to worry about landing it you'll just land automatically because i feel like if that wasn't the case this game would not work no it needs because to be- it is so fast paced. You are doing so many things at one specific time Yeah, that you need to be in it. Your button inputs need to be precise. Mm-hmm. You need to, to be aware of your surroundings. So like my biggest issue for me as, as me playing, uh, probably not the same for you. Yeah. There is like, I'm still in, learning new tutorials and stuff like an hour and so in i think like on the third map or whatever the ski lift one i think it's the last one i'm I'm having it's fun but i'm having trouble with it because i keep skating (laughs) off the edge sure because i'm going so fast and i'm worried about the lasers and everything that i'm just not aware of my surroundings or whatnot so i'm i'm struggling with that a little bit but it is so fun of doing tricks and by doing tricks you get your ammo back and so you can you know take out these other enemies that are spawning and try to take you out like it is it's just a blast and i I love the art aesthetic too it's just like it's kind of like this weird like 80s future like what the 80s would think a distant future would kind of look like yeah Uh and so for me you know to talk about the combat a little bit I think it's forgiving in the best ways. Yes, you don't need to stick the landing. You'll always land on your feet because that would ruin the momentum of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to precisely aim for the most part. With most of of the guns, I think all except for one, um, it'll all lock on to each enemy. So you don't have to be worried about getting that precision headshot. It's all just going to kind of lock on for you which I really dig. And those two things help the game drastically. So you can just focus on firing at the enemy you need to fire at, 
doing the combo or the kickflip that you need to do to get your ammo back, to get you back in the game. And you have to strategically think, what weapon am I going to use for, you know, certain bosses? Like, you know, there are big mechs that show up later in the game and you're like, okay, so I need a grenade launcher here, but I only get two shots. And because all my ammo is tied to every single gun, I have to really be thinking... Uh, thinking about how I'm going to land this trick as I'm shooting this grenade launcher to get more ammo for the shotgun that I need for this riot guy right next to me. Um, that's what I'm really liking. Again, it's a lot of high octane action meets a story that is truly dystopian the way we see it, like Orwellians like dystopian where mm -hmm. it is like this backdrop of like civil unrest, corporatization, all that stuff kind of rolled into this neat little narrative that I keep following in between the big matches that I'm doing for this roller drum uh, championship. I'm really digging where that story goes. And I think it's something that is pretty darn unique in this sense of like, yeah, I want to know what happens here, but if I just wanted to do the tricks, I could just do the tricks. Yeah. Right. I don't have to focus on the story if I don't want to. And at the same exact time, you know, it's all about beating your high score, beating your friend's high score. It's all about doing all the challenges, doing on all every the challenges level. and all that. It's, it's a really fun time. I, I highly, yeah. Again, if, if you've played Roll 7's Ali Ali World skateboarding games, you'll be familiar with the challenges in every level and, and them getting harder as you go on and having to do specific tricks and mm -hmm. gathering specific tokens and, and killing, or in this version, in this game, <laughs> killing enemies in a certain way right. or before certain things happen. Uh, yeah, it's just Roll 7's super talented and really to see are. them branch out and do something, I wouldn't say wildly different from Ali Ali World but different enough that I'm excited to see whatever is next. Yeah, absolutely. I believe this game goes for 20 bucks on the PSN. Of course, there is a time trial, but in typical PlayStation fashion, you have an hour with this game, which is appropriate. The game is pretty short if you just want to beeline the whole thing and not do all yeah. the challenges. But at the same exact time, <laughs> uh, once you start downloading it, the clock starts ticking. So. so I've heard that's a bug. Okay, that's a bug that they're going to fix. Heard it's a bug where it caps it at 35 minutes or so. Yeah, I feel like that is a a bug in the PlayStation on PlayStation's end of things. Right. Let's hope. So. Let us pray. But uh, honestly, it's it's worth your cash. I, I highly recommend it. Really it. is. Yeah. And I, I know you said you only want to talk about Roller Drone, but yeah. uh, really quickly, I think we should talk about Cult of the Lamb because we sure. teased it at the beginning of the show. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, Cult of the Lamb might be my game of the year right now, dude. It's getting there. <laughs> it's uh, the the thing that I was afraid of after uh -huh. my demo at PAX was me not being a huge animal crossing person or stardew Valley or like the survival sim kind of portion of games. Yeah. I don't like, cause I'm, I'm bad at them and they stress me out. Yeah. In this game, it works so well and I'm finding myself running around and having fun of cleaning up my followers poop. <laughs> and throw up and uh, tending to my crops and sending people out on missions and doing sermons and rituals and uh, putting people in prison and re-educating them and, and doing all the collecting devotion so I can unlock new buildings and stuff. Yeah, I'm having so much fun with that, that the super fun and fast paced and 
roguelite dungeon part of the game is just like the cherry on top. Yeah. Like I, that is so well well done and the tarot's uh, cards give you different buffs and and the different weapons have their pros and cons. A uh, shout out to the hammer. I really love the hammer. I know a lot of oh, people absolutely. don't like it. I love the hammer and how so it is. But like that's just like a cherry on top. I love just hanging out in my little lair doing things for my followers and and just kind of like doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um I have you know, I liked Animal Crossing a lot for, mm-hmm. for the couple of weeks that I played it, but I'm tired of of building that village. The management in this game reminds me more of like a Age of Empires or Civ like experience. And when I turned my brain on to that way of thinking of like, this is just civilization. I'm making a gold mine. They're making gold. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, then I can make more stuff out of it. That management portion became some of my fa- favorite parts of the game where the combat itself is kind of surface level. Like, it's really fun. Anybody could pick it up and be great at it, but I don't think there's a level of mastery to it, but it's still Mm. a really good time. And depending on what weapons or curses and abilities that you're able to get really dictate how you're going to go from point A to point B to point Z to point, you know, cultists you need to take down. Yeah. And for me, it makes you have to be the master of all these different weapons so i don't like the hammer i don't even like the axe that much i love the dagger and i love the sword and sword's great yeah Yeah. and so like me mowing down all these enemies super fast sometimes it's just about beating my time more than anything oh yeah but the combat's so good the management's so great the only downside kyle is what we've had is late game there are some bugs where you know because this is a cute cuddly thing you know, of all these woodland animals, but they're all cultists, you have to sacrifice and do rituals and do all sorts of stuff. There are some game-breaking bugs that have have you restarting the game over, even in mm-hmm. some portions where you are in the roguelite elements uh, and then you have to start the dungeon all over again. That get really frustrating. That ruined that experience for me. Yeah. But knowing that those patches are, are coming, I'm less concerned about it because I'm having... Yeah, same. Even with those problems aside, Kyle, I'm having so much fun yeah so, much so fun i i'm in a in a situation that i really hate okay where like i can't play i'm forcing myself not to play mm-hmm. because while i was in a dungeon run one of my stupid followers i forgot his name decided <laughs> to dis- i would never uh decided to dissent against me yeah and i must have missed that notification and i the dungeon was pretty long and so when I came back, my faith was at zero and mm. people were mad at me and they were threatening to leave. So it's like, oh, let me go do this ritual. Let me brainwash them because i that's the other thing. Like you can have whatever cult you want to do and giving you those choices of like what rituals you can do and everything. It's yeah. oh my God, it's great. But I would do the ritual and then er- the animations would still work, but I'm just standing there in the temple. Mm. And nothing would happen. It would act like it'd be frozen. So I would have to save and back out and start over and nothing like saved. Mm-hmm. Like my, my ritual didn't count. So I'm going, I purposely stopping f- until the patch. Cause I don't want to lose all of my followers. <laughs> I work so hard to get to my 28 followers that I don't want to lose them all. <laughs> it's funny. Cause I'm trying to kill them. <laughs> well, like I, 
you need to sacrifice 10 for a trophy. I'm yeah. shocked that I don't have that yet. Yeah. I oh, feel yeah. like because I feel like because I went the route where you can ascend followers yeah. is one of the things I chose. I don't think that counts. Oh, and okay. I did that a lot for the older followers. Yeah, that's be what like, I would oh, do let me. As well. yeah. I don't think it counts, so I'm a little bummed. But yeah, oh, I'm waiting for the patch, sacrifice. and it's 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 like that Elden Ring feeling where all I'm doing is thinking about this game. Same, and it sucks that I can't play it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like what I put on Twitter? It was like expectation of Cult of the Lamb. It's Christian <laughs> Bale. All all gods will die. Reality uh-huh. is just me scooping up poop. <laughs> yep, it's, it's really a, absolutely. This is gonna be my top three like game of the of the year. Nothing's gonna beat Elden Ring. I don't think. Yeah, this is gonna mm-hmm. be in the top three. I, I and, absolutely and- adore this game. Yeah, before we go on to some more news, yeah. I will state it right now. Sure. This month of August, the best indie game month I think we've ever Absolutely. Gotten. Absolutely. Ever. Indie games are alive and well. They are running and ruling video games right now. We get more this week. Curse uh, uh oh my god, Curse of the Golf. Oh yeah. my god. Well, that's not the name of it. We'll talk uh, about it in the Curse Golf. golf? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but like we got that next week we got Midnight Fight Express which looks amazing. They're indie games, man. They're rad. Yeah. There's your indie minute. Ooh-wee. All right, Kyle. I'll read this news story for you. Go for it. Spider-Man PC can't be God of War's launch weekend concurrent players recorded. This comes from Sammy Barker over at Push Square. As was increasingly looking to be the case as the weekend progressed, Spider-Man uh, Remaster failed to attract as many concurrent players on Steam during its launch weekend as God of War. Insomniac Games Superhero Sandbox uh, topped out at 66,436, while Kratos and Atreus managed to squeak out with 73,529. While many have expected bigger numbers from a brand as popular as Spider-Man, it's also important to remember that we're in the thick of the summer now, as players' numbers generally are down the across the board, especially now that lockdowns have largely been lifted at $60. Sony is milking this port for all it's worth. You could pick this title up pretty cheap on PS4 these days, and it's even included in PS, uh, sorry, in all PlayStation plus games. Okay. Sammy oh, Parker. a little bit of a downer there, Sammy. A, a little, a little because that lockdowns are lifted. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy, a little bit of damage control. I love you, Sammy. A little bit of damage control. Listen, great numbers. If you're Spider-Man, but yeah. also understand that so many people bought a PlayStation for Spider-Man. Exactly. <laughs> so let's let's relax here. Let's don't worry. It's good. Everything's fine. And um, the fact that day one someone put the Venom suit in the game already as a mod. Yeah. Come you could on. you could swing as Stanley or you could swing oh, as uh awesome. as Kingpin as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. And then like some piece of crap tried to take away all the pride flags from the mod. In, oh, in a mod. how dare you. And then Nexus mod was like, no, you don't do that. We're, we're not even having this conversation. They're just like, they took that mod out. So yes. that person gets to just deal with it. Think about that. A flag gets you that upset that you're like, I'm yep. going to make a mod to get rid of it. Relax. I, I would have loved for someone to double down. It's like, you know what? All the flags are <laughs> pride flags. <laughs> Damn. Every uh, building is rainbow. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah. No. Awesome. That's I, awesome. The game is doing great. Uh, I'm seeing so many people pick it up for the first time. And yeah, again, more PlayStation games on PC. Yep. Only a good thing. 
All right, Kyle, would you like to read this next story? Of course. On the list? Yeah. From Wesley LeBlanc from Game Informer, Wesley writes The Ghost of Tsushima movie could be in Japanese, according to the film's director. PlayStation and Sucker Punch Productions' 2020 hit, Ghost of Tsushima, is being developed into a feature film with John Wick director Chad Stahelski set to direct it. The movie seems to be an early to be early in development, although it did land Takashi Dosher as its writer earlier this year. But we might have some new information about it straight from a recent interview with Stahelski. More specifically, Stahelski revealed to Collider that the movie might feature an entirely Japanese cast and that the film could be in Japanese. Plus, he says Sony is on board with the idea. Here's what he had to say. Quote, I think if we did this right, it could be visually stunning, he beamed. It's character-driven. It's got an opportunity for great action, great looks. And honestly, we tried to do it all in character, meaning it's a Japanese Japanese thing about the Mongols invading Tsushima Island, a complete Japanese cast in Japanese. Sony is so on board with backing us on that. I've been going to Japan since I was 16. I have a love of the country, love of the people, love of the language, end quote. Hot damn. You even mentioned just like watching all the Kurosawa f- films as a as a kid. Um, first off, John Wick is like my favorite non-action thing that's like outside the MCU and Star Wars. Like John Wick is it for me. And having this director who's so good at hand-to-hand combat direct goes to Tsushima, of course has me immediately hyped. The thing that has me so excited here, Kyle, is that he's sticking with it being completely in Japanese. Yeah. I don't know about you. What do you think? Oh, I love it. You kidding yeah. me? That, yeah, that's what I want. I don't want to see Tom Cruise in a samurai outfit. <laughs> Listen, The Last Samurai was a good film. I liked okay, it. Okay, okay. I liked it, all right? I, I want to see Matt Damon, uh, you know, protecting the Great Wall of China. I want to oh see God, actual... That was a real thing. I didn't just make that up at all. Uh, Uh, I want to see authentic Japanese actors play these Japanese characters in a very big moment in the history of their country and of their people. And I think, you know, when I uh, when I I think about like Parasite, that one. Uh, oh yeah, whole boatload great, of great, Oscars. Great, great, great. Yeah. I'm thinking of um, Squid Games. Um, God, what was the one the the one about the train? Oh my God, why am I blanking? Oh, Snow train, Piercer, uh, right? Uh, no, 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 no. Train to Busan. Yeah, Train to Busan. The zombie Thank one. You. Thank you so much. Like all yeah. those films are fan freaking tastic. Oh yeah. And so to see to see Sony go, okay, we'll do this. Like those ga- those games, those movies paving the way for Sony to go. Yeah, we'll pour 200 million dollars into this thing to just make it totally Japanese. Um, you know, and I mean totally Japanese by like dubbed or, or no dub, just that's it. Um is that dub? Yeah. No, it's sub- I- dubbed is no, dubbed is when English voices over right, sorry. the film. Subbed so, is just subtitles. Thank you. Well, it's just yeah. subtitles. Awesome. Like, I love yeah. the, the movie Hero. Not with Enrique Iglesias, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Chet Lee. Like, I love that movie. I could be a hero, baby. Put that in Ghost of Tsushima movie right now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is awesome. So. Oh, yeah. I can't be more hyped. That said, Kyle, it's time for Flash News. Brought to you by our friends over at IGN. Gotta go fast. Gotta run. Yeah, I 
I got these all from IGN. I was running out of time while making the notes. Okay. <laughs> Xbox official PC Game Pass Twitter account may have been teasing the arrival of Death Stranding on PC Game Pass. Ooh. Okay. Uh, earlier today, the account changed its profile to a foggy landscape featuring grassy hills and rocks. After changing the photo, the account posted saying, sometimes we just like a good landscape pic. Hashtag new profile pic. This afternoon, some eagle-eyed fans believe they've uncovered the location in Death Stranding that the new profile pic was taken from. With a user named at Nevin Nom posting uh, the area in a reply, along with an image from Sam Bridger's, uh, Bridges urinating yeah great play this game cool. xbox people play death stranding and then tell me you only play 15 minutes of it, you didn't get it and you turned it off <laughs> all right <laughs> and we're all square oh. <laughs> this is great this game deserves more eyes yep pc game pass i get it blah 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 narratives you want to spin this is a fantastic game and uh being able to play it on pc ultra wide have at it y'all have at it. it is that technically going to be the second playstation studios title on <laughs> xbox services yeah technically you got mlb the show and you got this yeah look at that there you go nice. there you go hey you guys are loving it right that's loving it so we can stop this console war nonsense all right i hope so and yeah this this one uh spider-man on pc lets you turn into the wall crawling stanley please check this out this is a whole lot of fun this is just a nice little feel good and katie writes katie. in hey guys always hope you're doing well and uh surviving the heat oh katie, Ho- hoodie was a bad choice right now i'll i'll be honest <laughs> oh nice I, I i i got the fan on that's it don't need i don't need anything else so she writes in, imagine you are the tech wizard that creates all sorts of mods for all sorts of games. What is your next mod project and what game would you put this mod into? Go wild. As always, love you guys. Can't wait to hang on August 27th. Katie, yeah. can't wait to hang with you, girl. Shoot. What mod in what game am I putting things into? I want to put... Macho uh, Man Randy oh Savage. No, 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 no. <laughs> Why can't I think of his name? Oh, my God. The and doctor from Jurassic Park. Ian, Mike- I can't think of Ian his- Malcolm? Yeah, put him in Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, stop the presses. That's perfect. Uh, or yeah. this is going to be a joke for anyone that listens, who has listened to us for a very long time. Yeah. I want Spider-Bit in Spider-Man. Hot damn. Just, <laughs> Just make- like attached to the chair though yeah he's got to be swinging around the city in the computer chair <laughs> honestly just put kingpin but like put the spider skin over him oh yes we nailed it uh God. yeah it's wild that you never got to meet him it's wild in the history of the show it's I really know. weird one day maybe yeah. maybe when spider-man 2 comes out maybe spider bit makes his return who knows or maybe some bits die and they deserve to be dead who knows who knows who knows Overwatch 2 is getting, I, I, first off, and I got to end with this. I'm not creative enough for, like, what my, like, I thought the Stan Lee thing was incredible. Like, I would never thought that, you know? What would I, like, put Batman in Spider-Man, you know? Like, there oh, you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not smart enough for any of this. That's why I leave all the mods to the creative people. You know, I'll put all the gay flags in. I'll be that guy. <laughs> you know? Uh, you know what? Make, instead of Ellie and Last of Us Part 2, make huh. it Tinky Winky from the Teletubbies. Oh god, that's that's horrifying. Because <laughs> honestly, that that ending would be drastically different. I'd let that Teletubby die. 
instead of instead of the uh, spoiler alert, the missing finger would be the top of Tinky Winky, you know, like the little <laughs> antenna. <laughs> the edge is gone. Oh goodness. All right. Overwatch 2 is getting cross progression and account merging is coming to the original game. Here's something really awesome. I have been waiting for this for a very long time. If you're upgrading from Overwatch 1 to Overwatch 2, all your progress comes with you. And you get to merge your PSN with your Battle.net account to have Ooh. all the things with you when Overwatch 2 comes out. So be on the lookout for that. Go do it. I cannot wait. Overwatch 2, you come out on my birthday. Or the beta, at least. Comes out on my birthday. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Yes. And from WB Montreal, or WB Games Montreal, uh, the whole Gotham Knights team is proud to announce that we're officially gold. See you in October. Yeah. We'll see y'all. Oh, so excited. Dragon Ball Z, there's a whole lot of flash news. I think this is the most flash news we've ever done. Dragon so Ball Z, fast. we're still running fast. Dragon and not Ball Z, being mean to anyone. That's right. That's you right. know, not uh, like other flashes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, listen, they apologize. Dragon Ball Z Fortnite crossover is meme gold. I saw a clip, Joe, of Goku flying through the air finding i want to say batman or somebody uh-huh. yeah and slicing him up with a lightsaber yeah. and then did the dab <laughs> <laughs> i saw vegeta shoot darth vader in the face and then do the cute little cell phone emoji with peace signs oh my i saw God. goku hadouken or yamehameha whatever uh, uh lebron james this game is something else <sighs> I feel like this is the ready player one of video games already. Absolutely is. Absolutely is. God of War 2018 recap. It's six minutes long, starring Felicia Day, talking to the head of Mimir, and it's brilliantly done. That's what Sammy Barker said over at Post Square. Uh, I have not seen this because I'm going to wait till the game's closer to launch. But again, also be on the lookout because apparently there's spoilers out there. I kind of want to try to squeeze in a replay of 2018 before Ragnarok. Mm. I don't know, though. Maybe that's one of our announcements on the 27th. Ooh. Ooh. And just a reminder, Gamescom is August 23rd. We're going to be recording the show early. So we're going to be recording it on Tuesday, the 23rd at night. So be on the lookout. The show will launch uh, this Wednesday coming up, the 24th, Mm -hmm. instead of our usual Thursday show. So, again, be on the lookout for that. And uh, maybe there's some cool stuff there, but... Let's keep our expectations low. We will do similar to what we did with Summer Game Fest, where our live reacts will be for patrons only. Yeah, yeah. of us watching it. Yep. That said, Kyle, are you holding on to something? Yep, I got a pen. Prepare the drop. You are the latest deals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. August fifteenth, Nebulous Lasso on PS4, Robbie's Adventure on PS4. August sixteenth, Roller Drum. Hell yes. Yep. Way of the Hunter on PS5 and PS4. August 17th, Kruger 2 on PS5, PS4. Little League World Series Baseball on uh, yeah. 2022 on PS5, PS4. Is that like backyard baseball? Because that was. I don't know. If it is, I'm going to buy it. Right. If it's just like Little League World Series, I'm like, why would. That's stupid. Has to be backyard baseball. You know, if it's not backyard baseball, get out of here. Uh, Hippo G comes out on PS5 and PS4. And August 18th, Curse Golf. That's the one you were thinking of, Kyle. Curse the Golf. Oh, God, it's so mm-hmm. good. It's a golf-like. It's like a roguelike in golf. It's awesome. Oh. Uh, PS5, PS4. Why did you do the O? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Themesia 
uh, comes out on PS5, PS4. Apparently, that's like a Bloodborne meets Sekiro type game. I'm in. RPG Time, The Legend of the Right comes out on PS4. Slaycation Paradise on PS5, PS4. And then on August 19th, Cloudpunk comes out on PS5. And Madden NFL 23 comes out on PS5. Joe? Kyle? What if I told you the Little League World Series absolutely looks like backyard baseball? No way. In the art style, it looks exactly like backyard baseball. I know. And it's got super abilities. Listen, this is going to be the longest episode of, of, of the <gasps> trophy, but I don't mind because now I need to know. They have a team, Joe. It's called the Spicy Chefs, and it's a chef with a top hat with a large spatch, wooden spatula as a bat. That's the logo. Okay. Well, it's not like the cartoon, cartoon aesthetic that I loved. No, but it's still like that kind of like yeah. fun art style kind of thing. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Kyle, it's time for our, fav- our, our favorite segment of the night. It's time for the Sony Pony Express. Yee-haw! Ask what, not why, writes in. I'm submitting my same question from last week. Nerdy eyeglass emoji here. Howdy, howdy, trophy defenders. What is one of your favorite things about gaming this week? Your answer could be anything. For example, it may be a new game that just got announced. Maybe you got to play one of your comfort food games. Maybe you can appreciate how fast games load. Or maybe, maybe, just maybe, appreciate how you can watch Netflix on your console. I don't know. It's what you see as your favorite uh, gaming thing of the week. Much love, Jose. Spread love, not monkeypox and menace. Thank you, thank you. Thank <laughs> love you, Jose. Yeah. Um, man, what is the one thing? What's the one thing? What's the one thing? I know what it is. I know what it is for me. My Go favorite thing is. Uh, so first off, we're getting Kaliso Protocol showing off more stuff oh. at Game Awards. Mm-hmm. Same with Hogwarts Legacy. Same with Gotham Knights. All that stuff. That's all great. I think, though, my favorite thing that tops all of that is in our fantasy league right now, Kyle. We got <laughs> yeah. into, and, and patrons, you know this, this, the show was excellent last week. Uh, we got into Sean's head so bad that the we were we are projected to win this year. We were projected to win by nine points. They changed the whole, like, they changed their whole holiday lineup. Yep. And some, yeah. somehow they made it even worse for themselves. <laughs> We're now winning projected even bigger than we were before. I, I did notice that they changed out a lot of games. Yeah. Could have been for better ones, but they instead chose World of Warcraft Dragonflight. The game that's been in a steady decline for years now that now has to prove itself to Final Fantasy. Uh, what is it? 14 online. But go for it. I'm trying to find the but, yeah, Valkyrie Elysium. Then- Good luck, guys. Good luck. That's all I gotta say. Splatoon three, I want that game to do well. We all against know, my against my heart, we dropped Gotham Knights for Tactics Ogre Reborn, which I think <laughs> is a smart decision. Very smart. But like, I still hope Gotham Knights is good. But yeah, I'm yeah. very. We're only down by five points. We're only like, down by five points right now. We've caught up so good. So uh, they are panicking. They're scrambling for their lives right now. You love uh, to see it. You just love to see a plan come through. Uh, my favorite thing, Jose, from this past week is um, the girls showing interest in playing games again. They yeah. wanted to play. Uh, they wanted to play Fall Guys, so they played Fall Guys on PS Five and uh, took away an entire uh, 
night of relaxation after work for me. So like, you know what? Let me download it on Switch. And then you can just take the Switch and play it. And I can still, you know, get time to do what I want to do. Yeah. And just hearing them in the background yelling at each other for not making the jump quite right or, you know, figuring out what costume they're going to put on is awesome. So I'm very (laughs) grateful for that. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, our next question comes in from, and I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher your name again. So. Oh, it's there in the second sentence. You got I it. know, I know, but I'm still going to butcher it. You want to read it so I don't embarrass myself? Sure. Exilier. Exilier. I was going to butcher it. I was going to say exil. Liar? <laughs> <laughs> Liar? Sorry, mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so dumb. Go for it, Kyle. Hello and good day to you. I was so excited, ecstatic to hear you guys answered my question last week. My name is pronounced Exilier. My question this week is what, if any games, would you recommend to a noob like me that likes to play MMO games such as Apex, Destiny, COD, and other competitive formats like those? Mm. I patiently await your response. Yours truly, X. Well, it seems like you like the genre that you like, right? So you got Apex. Yeah. Games of service, a, tre- a tremendous competitive stuff. Yeah, a tremendous game. Um, you got Destiny, also fantastic. It's gonna get I mean, an update if, next week. I will say, if you are in any way, shape, or form a baseball fan, MLB the Show Online is super competitive, mm. and ranked seasons can get uh, can get sweaty, and a lot of like you know intense games if that's kind of your thing. Here, here's, I'm trying to think of other competitive games. Like that's not my yeah. scene. Really, but I'm trying to think of some. Because, like, I love a good Fortnite. And I hear, like, Fortnite's memeified. They're like, oh, Fortnite. <laughs> it's like, relax. It's great. You just don't know how to build. You're, you're, you're not good at shooting either because no build mode's there and you're not even, you know. Um, I just don't like it. Just don't talk down about games that you're just not into. You're just not into them. You're just not yeah. into them. Uh, but Apex is fantastic. I... <sighs> I don't know, cause yeah, it just it seems like you got the niche kind of solved for you there, bud. Like you got COD, Modern Warfare Two is looking fantastic. Would you know you what? You wanna... know, I have. I, yes, yeah. I have one. Uh, be our. Uh, oh my god, investigative journalist uh, <laughs> X, and go play Warframe, and then come back to us. <laughs> yeah, tell me what that game. I is feel all like about. Warframe might be up your alley. Maybe, perhaps. But that game's all about like speed and momentum, clearing out the level as fast as you can. Like I even oh, see is some it? People... It's oh, I thought it was like a competitive thing. No, no, it's it's oh, yeah. Mm. I okay. would say if you want to try to branch out, you know, to 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 like New Horizons almost. Uh, I'm I'm thinking of like yeah, try out a God of War or try out like a Bioshock. Try out a first person shooter that's perhaps more narratively driven. I mean, you probably have played Doom, but like that's fast oh, yeah. paced. That's uh-huh. gonna be fantastic, right up your alley. I think anything Machine Games makes pretty much is gonna be right oh, there yeah. for you. Absolutely. Uh, oh, Metal Hellsinger as well comes out in a few weeks. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Metalhead. Yeah. So like, I would I would try some narratively focused first person shooters, and then try to dive outside of that. Try like a third person action game, like a Ghost, like a Bloodborne. Something like that. That's what I did because I was uh, originally just a first person shooter guy, nothing else. And then I just started branching out. You know, that's what I would do. I don't know. Yeah. M9 Prime writes, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish you could be more help. <laughs> but let, hey, listen, uh, if you're on PlayStation, let me know. You know, my at Mr. Babbitt's my PSN. 
Yeah. I'm always down to play Apex. Everybody knows that. Always or I down. think I, I think Exilier is in the Discord, so yeah. our uh, community members in the Discord hit them up and yeah. uh, with some suggestions. Yeah, absolutely. That we aren't hitting, and you know, maybe you have a diamond in the rough. Yeah. M9 Prime writes question for the show. I know this would have been a better topic for last week, but when the shovel was uh, sorry, when the shovelware discussion was discussed or conversation was discussed, I was wondering with PSVR two on the horizon, do you think we'll be getting shovelware titles coming to VR? Trying to just get in in early to make the money, or sorry, just to get in early to make money because of the launch, there will obviously not be much VR stuff to play unless they do lots of backwards compatibility for PSVR one so. titles. I hope so, pray to God. Uh, I hope it doesn't happen, but I can see someone trying to make a quick buck uh, making a game about bouncing <laughs> a pickle, <laughs> but in VR. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So that's the thing I'm trying to remember with PSVR one. I don't feel like there were a lot of like easy platinum trophies in VR. Yeah. I don't think that was a thing. I'm not saying there wasn't. I personally did not really dive into that realm. Because think about it. If you're making, I know this is gonna sound really mean. If you're making a, you know, easy trophy game, uh, you, know, mm-hmm. you know, click the thing 500 times to get the trophy. Yep. You want to hit the maximum audience right yes like the lowest common denominator so you're 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 aiming for ps4 ps5 users right and maybe you're doing like a a, when it was a thing vita um but with psvr now you have to buy a whole new dev kit for that thing to make Mm -hmm. sure because it has Mm -hmm. to function that's literally like the only thing it it has it's seemingly to to be approved on these goddamn things so like you, you're you're probably then asking yourself, okay, how many of these units are gonna be there? Am I gonna hit a, a, an audience of one million, or do I have the chance of hit an audience of a hundred plus million with PS4 and PS5? You're gonna mm-hmm. choose PS4, PS5. Yeah. You know, not to say you won't make money on PSVR, but you wouldn't make as much as yeah. You know, PS4 Th- that's PS5. not to say we're not gonna like. There's not going to be a basic golf in vr game yeah where it's just like some basic golf holes and that's really all there is to it or like a simple baseball home run derby mode game which i would play but it's not going to be this huge robust experience or whatnot of course you're gonna have that stuff yeah yeah so i think just because there is a barrier with vr you won't see as much you'll still see some like cars but you won't see as much for sure and again playstation does need to do something about this they really do uh, I don't know what it is because I'm not smart enough for it, but they they have to make it easier for people to find games. It's getting harder out there. Luckily, this week, it seemed like not too many of them. So maybe something's going on back there, but they need to be better at curating their their selections of games because if all, if all your stuff is just mostly shit, well, then your e- ecosystem is going to be like mostly shit. You know what I mean? It's going to be perceived as that. You have to curate your stuff. You really have to. Because that's the one horrible thing with Steam right now. It's like, I don't shop on Steam. I'd probably be a PC gamer if that store was actually functional. But it's not. And it's so easily cheated and taken advantage of. So I really hope that PlayStation, Xbox, even Nintendo are listening. And they do something about these cheap games. And not to throw like Kyle under the bus or whatever. But and it's not to be the case. It just make sure you can have an easy platinum game, but make sure the game's actually a game. 
That's it. That's fair. Um, really quick before you get yeah. to the next question. Sorry, that was another rant. I'm I'm awful tonight. <laughs> I'm so sorry. With uh, a little bit of uh, breaking news that I okay. wasn't expecting. Okay. Uh, happened an hour ago. Oh, that's what uh, we're recording. Dead Island 2 got a new date. What? February 3rd, 2023. With new screenshots and everything. It's a brand new listing on Amazon. I guarantee you we will see this at Gamescom. Dead Island 3. Uh, no, 2. Sorry, Dead Island Dead, 2. Oh, right, right, right. There's, cause... Has a brand new date of February 3rd, 2023. Skips for Game Rant. Got some new. Absolutely wild. These screenshots look actually kind of good. All right. It All seems right. like forever ago since we saw that really cool trailer and then nothing yeah. happens. That goat simulator ripped off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, let me look at one more time. Twitter. I'm sorry. I know Ugh, this is all. Wario 64 tweeted it out. If you want to look uh, at that. Wario 64. Okay, an hour ago. Yeah. Hey, uh, that that She Hulk that they're pushing on everybody. You think it's gonna be good? I'm gonna have a good time with it. I think so too. I love. I I think my. Uh, I think Amy told me she's like that. One of the reviews says this is like the horniest MCU product. <laughs> and is that a problem? <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. Um. Oh wow! Yeah, this actually the screenshots look promising. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's actual real game still. And it's that's going to be really interesting. Of like, how do you differentiate yourself from dying, dying light? light? You know, very Which similar. Which I think also you can is going to be a Gamescom, right? Perhaps you can literally put these shots side by side. You'd be like, which game oh, yeah. is it? I wouldn't tell yep. you. But mm-hmm. I know I had fun with dying light, so I'm going to probably have fun with this. Yeah, it's wild. All right. Breaking news. You heard it here first, folks. I am, uh, yeah. I'm baffled. Baffled. Let, let's see it. You know, let's see it. Stephen Flesh writes in, I've got a question, and I've been wanting to ask this for a while now, so I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2 again. Sweet. All right. All right. Good, good. And I've been really enjoying it. New season starts next week. Something that would make it even a better experience would be a controller mm. with paddles. So do you guys think I should pull the trigger and get the, uh, the scuff or wait until the pro controller is released? Excited for all the upcoming stuff you two have planned, Steven. Hey. It's huge. And you're when I when I tell you guys, you're going to be a part of it. Patreon.com slash PS Room. Y'all are going to be a part we, of it. We ain't lying. <laughs> it's going to be really awesome. So yeah. uh, I would say wait. Wait one more uh, month. If it's still future, not out. Future game showcase thing, I, I would feel like. Yeah. If if it doesn't get announced there, just pull the pull the trigger on the yep. scuff. But mm-hmm. do your do your research. They didn't send us one. So maybe it's bad. I don't know. Because we tell the truth. That's what I've been saying to myself. <laughs> all the time. Maybe that's why PlayStation doesn't send us stuff. Knows? I would really good. love to just stare at that window uh, on the main menu. <laughs> did you? Did you see? I saw it. Yeah, I saw yours. I saw yours. Oh, <laughs> uh, that tweet also came with so much pain. That's real One talk. Day. Real talk, y'all. That is where I don't get like, yeah, uh, was it um, imposter syndrome much anymore? But when okay. I see people go, I got you know this PlayStation exclusive thing, and I'm like, man, we host literally the fourth most popular PlayStation podcast. On Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. You would think. You would think, but never an email. Am I hurt by it? Yes. Am I Canadian enough to... Always the bridesmaid and never the bride. Always. Always. 
Gosh darn. One day. Yeah, 6,000 more downloads than maybe. maybe the, yeah, you're like, yeah, PlayStation, I know PlayStation folks listen to the show. Yeah. So, who knows? Who knows? Maybe one day. Don't get salty about it. Continue with the show. Don't stop. I got one more question, Joe. One Come more on, question. We got, we got this. Don't cry on don't don't cry on the pod. You gotta be brave. <laughs> Savoy Prime writes in. Question for the show. I love how the coffee kicked in, Kyle, halfway through this show. <laughs> halfway through the show. Uh Savoy Prime writes in. Okay, fellas. What's a sequel to a game you really want? Bloodborne 2. But you know there's no chance in hell it would happen, sadly. Bloodborne 2. <laughs> Mine would probably be Biodomain 2. I really enjoyed that game way more than I, I had expected and would love to see a sequel for it. But it's been 10 years and I know it won't happen. I did the side for you, Prime. What is a sequel to a it's game? A sequel to a game. Here's the thing. I only oh. like good games, so they keep on getting sequels, except for Bloodborne. How dare you elitist scumbag. <laughs> Sometimes it's just <laughs> so great, you shouldn't do a sequel. So they're like, eh, how do we up it from, from Bloodborne? You just can't. All right, we'll do it. Honestly, this is, you know, broken record. We've said it a bunch here. The Orch- Order 1886 really sequel really would have been amazing. Record. Yeah. Would have been amazing. Oh, what's another game? What's another game? Probably won't get a sequel, but gosh darn should. I'm trying to think of like the PS3 era. You know what? Let's make Mag work. No, let's not. (laughs) I am. Listen, you get some X Dice guys in there. They go, hey, listen, we want to be free from EA. Let's just go back to basics of what made Battlefield great. Let's just put the Mag license in front of it. Well, stop shaking your head now. No. Mm-mm. Please clap. <laughs> I think that's a terrific idea. Oh god. Well, what did Max stand for again? Massive Action Game. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more generic than that. Massive action game. Um, but I'm trying to think. I mean brute force, obviously. Duh. Uh but I'm thinking then of also like PS2 games. I mean like time like I would say Time Slayers, but that's supposedly getting a sequel so i don't know i really don't know i think that stumped me yeah i think order is the only one that really jumps out let me just take a look back yeah i'm looking at my my games over there and seeing if there's anything i'm trying to think of ps3 era too i don't know man here's the thing i'm just so content with what i got you know and even if sure. there's like like oh yeah okay Joe yeah, we're Bloodborne two I'm content I know it's never it's happening. been how many days oh, a couple thousand who cares <laughs> I I had to stop get I I had to stop counting I was giving myself too much hope uh, but like I think of like um like Dead Space for example right like I was so sad I was getting a sequel to that oh again that remake it's gonna be amazing but then you see people so passionate about Dead Space they're like listen. EA wouldn't let us do it, so we're doing it ourselves. Like, they're putting the Thanos gauntlet on, you know what I mean? Or Infinity yeah. gauntlet on uh, themselves. And then you have something that looks fantastic in Kaliso Protocol. Mm. So that's what I'm kind of, like, really excited to see is, like, yeah, we may not get a, another, I don't know. Because we don't, we didn't get a, a sequel to System Shock, we got Bioshock. You know what I'm saying? 
Like yeah. you're seeing creators go out going, Hey, you won't let me do the thing that I want. So I'm going to be just, I'm going to untether myself from you and I'm just going to do it myself. And I think that's, what's Ooh. really awesome with the future of where games are going. Again, we, we talk about why like things like, like things like game pass is so lucrative to creators. You're seeing that with PlayStation as well. You know, you're seeing them go out to developers going, Hey, could you make this game? Could you make that game behind closed doors? And I think that's really awesome to see them go outside, try to get creators to make creative things. I think Haven is also another studio where you're like, what are they making? Who knows? It's so It sounds so vague. And yeah, you could sit here and be a skeptic about it, or you could be the optimist, see the, half, you know, the glass half full, and say, what are they making? And how's it going to mm-hmm. be different? How's it going to break the mold? That's exciting. Yeah. Go for it. Con. I do have, I got one more, and all my RPG fans will will feel me on this one okay just two words chrono trigger fair enough that's all i want fair enough no legend of jagoon i mean yeah but i i want to keep i like i keep going on you want me to talk about resistance sequel for the next 15 (laughs) minutes i could (laughs) how 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 excited would you be if you got that legend of dragoon remake oh my god joe i would be so thrilled because that is that is a game i never finished yeah uh there was an issue with like my save it got corrupted or whatnot so i never got finished with it but i just love the style of it and like them calling in to me it reminded me a whole lot of like in a very weird and dorky way of power rangers (laughs) where they're like there's these normal people but then they call in these powers and they're these these sweet dragon suits on and they have different abilities and it was an rpg that felt fun to play god i would be so thrilled i will weep if i see that blue point come on now let's go at this year's uh future game showcase you think i would hope so i think it's either that or metal gear solid uh yeah i think it's i think it's metal gear solid probably I didn't buy a whole bunch of Metal Gear Solid games for nothing, Kyle. You know. <laughs> uh, speaking all of for which, not, what? Yes. Before I forget, and this ties into August twenty seventh. Uh-huh. You better get on some puppeteer. Just saying. Who knows? Maybe I've that. been playing it. Okay, I have as well. I just want to make sure, Marcus. Try to keep him honest. Okay, if I'm honest, I have. <laughs> oh, how dare you! I wanted to find the PS3 copy. I haven't. I, I will. I will. Do oh, that's fair. That's fair. fair. All right, August 27th. We're going to do that. Marcus is going to be a part of it. I'm inviting him right now. Road to Greatness episode. Road to Greatness episode. It's happening. Bam. All right, everybody. That's been this week's trophy room. We had a lot of good conversations. Yeah. I feel really good about this episode, Kyle. I know we usually save that shtick for the post show, but I feel really good about this. Uh, Is there anything you'd like to spotlight before you head on out of here? Uh, I like to spotlight myself, Mr. K Step on Twitter and everywhere else. Go hit up uh, 61indie.com for all your indie news and reviews. Uh, 61indiecast is now a podcast that I host because Mike uh, has left us. Uh, no, it, he got a job with Vicarious uh, Games PR, which we're so incredibly happy for him. So I am now the host of IndieCast, so go check that out at 61IndieCast, wherever you listen to podcast services. We stream that live every Thursday night now at 8 p.m. Mm. Eastern Standard Time, so come hang out. So look, at Kyle, gonna... Kyle didn't just yeah. get an Indie Mini. He got an Indie Hour. Go over there, yeah. 61 Indie. There you go. <laughs> yeah. 
You can find me over at Mr. Badbit. You can find this show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You can find me uh, this weekend over on Xbox Era, where we're going to talk a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know what, but that's going to be fun. So find me there. Xbox. Oh, boy. I know. <laughs> These kids, they don't know what they're in for. They don't know what they're in for. Um, but yeah, you can find me there. You can find the show over at the Trophy Room, wherever you find your podcast service of choice, whether it's Apple Podcasts, whether it's Spotify. This is, I believe, the last week, the last week to get your five-star review in on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify to be entered into The Last of Us Part 1 Remake. And I'm giving that to anywhere. Like, like if you want it in the UK, guess what? You win it in the uk i'm sending you a copy digitally because you know i'm not i'm not made of money or pounds <laughs> you went in new zealand i gave you canadian money because apparently I y'all mean, stole technically that we're all, I saw it. technically we're all made of pounds we well, all no, have they, a qualitative quantitative <laughs> poundage to us well that's the thing here's the thing about the united <laughs> states it's so <laughs> stupid we should adopt the metric system we're the only 100 we're the only ones that do pounds still no wait yep. no uk they do i'm sorry uk i know we're like really popular over there and i really do don't know stones, why right they do stones <laughs> what <laughs> uk people uk people are y'all out of your mind what kind of neanderthal way of <laughs> figuring out how many people weigh right? oh that's you're about you know 20 stones so i know we got stonehenge i think it balances it out like what how much is a stone do you put like do you put rocks in a scale and <laughs> you're just in like you're seeing how much you bounce, you're like, oh that's seven stones. They don't go to the beach to relax. They go to like weigh and compare weight. <laughs> exactly. They just find stones and just like, you know what? Let's see. I don't just see them lumbering like boulders, not even just like stones, just pure boulder. Oh man, I can't wait to see our uh ranking drop in the UK. Honestly, week. I'm just I'm it's times like this, I'm glad we're independent, you know? Because, like, pounds now seems logical. But, like, kilometers sound dope. Or kilometers or whatever. Yeah. Dope. Kilograms. Kilograms. They only do centimeters, right? No inches. Uh, You just broke my brain. I think so. I think it's only centimeters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. I think that's how math works. And, like, when you go to college, you got to be a scientist or whatever. You gotta adopt the metric system anyway. I just feel like we're setting ourselves up for failure. Well, that might be my favorite quote you've ever said. When you go to college, you gotta be a scientist or whatever. You gotta look at stars uh, and shit that I don't care about. You gotta... uh, uh, all right. Well, everybody, that's been the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast. I hope you all enjoyed yourselves this week. I hope you all stay safe. Love y'all, and remember, keep your what's about you, keep hunting, and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. I love you.